Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour two on this Monday. Dan and the Dan and Dan Patrick Show. Not fully assembled. Seaton will be back tomorrow, but Fritzy's here, Marvin's here, Paulie, and yours truly. More phone calls coming up. We'll talk some baseball at the All-Star break. What do the Angels do if they're out of a playoff race for a wild card spot? We'll talk to Jeff Passan from the Mothership. He'll join us coming up. Also, uh, Dave McMenamin, who covers the NBA for ESPN. He was at Victor Wambayama's first two games in the Summer League. We'll have him assess or give out a grade for Victor Wambayama. I would just say it's a passing grade. That's all. No, I, I didn't get caught up in, oh, my God. You know, he's too, too thin. He's going to get roughed up. He's not that good. Can't live up to the hype. It was one game. He looked nervous. And why not? You're supposed to be as impactful as LeBron James. You're 19 years of age. You're coming to a new country. All eyes are on you. One of the biggest crowds they've ever had in the summer league. Yeah, he was nervous. He was nervous during a shoot-around for San Antonio Spurs season ticket holders where he didn't make a shot. He was like one for seven. Well, it felt like he was still doing that in his first game where he didn't shoot well from the floor. But if I overreact there then I have to overreact to what we saw last night, where he was wonderful. But it is summer league basketball, and you got to factor that in. You're not playing against great players, not playing against great big men. This is an AAU-type feel, a G League-type feel. There's a lot of bad basketball being played. But I'm just looking for little things. What does he do? And I mentioned this first hour. Footwork is really important. Uh, You know, he's going to be an absolute demon nemesis on the defensive end. That's where he'll make his impact. He'll make it on the defensive end. And Tim Duncan was a wonderful defensive player. 
David Robinson was a great defensive player. You must be that kind of player, that kind of big man, if you're playing for Greg Popovich. And Victor Wambayama will embrace that. A lot of guys don't want to play defense. But Victor Wambayama is like, that's part of what I'm being asked to do. I do it well. And I think the offensive part of this will take a little while. I think, you know, he's going to have those moments where you go, he's overmatched. And he will be. When he plays against, you know, the Joker or Embiid, you know, some of these players, you're going to go, okay, he's not ready for this. He's 19. That's where you have to slow your roll because eventually, when he puts it all together, look out. It'll be like Giannis. Because Giannis... Still, if he adds a jumper, then it's, it's over with. Nobody will be as good as him, in my opinion. Now, Joker, to me, is the best player in basketball. But you know, Giannis was there before, and it won't take long for Victor Wambayama. If, if we fast forward five years, what are we talking about? Well, we'll be talking about Joker maybe at the tail end of his career. Giannis will be maybe still holding on to his prime. Joel Embiid, we're not quite sure. But there will be other players who emerge as well. But if you give me him in five years and I'm buying a stock, man, I'm buying it for the long haul because that's Google. Yes, Marv? I feel like they should create a new stat if there's not already not one called shots altered. Ooh, yeah. Because he's going to alter way more shots. He might be the type of guy that averages maybe like two and a half blocks, but he might have – Seven altered shots. Well, we had a couple of those last night where guys shot air balls. But you're right. And I don't know. I thought, gosh, they were so stats heavy. I'm, I would be shocked if they don't have shots altered. Or hmm, how about air balls? How many air balls does he cause? Because then you could say he did alter that. If you miss a shot, I don't know if he altered it. But you were seeing guys air ball. Yeah, Paulie. I, I found a couple of different places that shots altered, sh shots affected, but I can't find an official stat or someone has put it together. Maybe we need to have one for him because I think he's going to average probably four block shots a game. And five alters? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, he had six alters tonight. He's the alter boy. Oh, there you go. Whoa, 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 okay. Whoa, okay. Yeah. Okay, Todd. I like it. Yeah. All right. The I mean business. Boy. I'm I, Vacation's over, buddy. That's it. Let's go. Is it shots affected with an E or uh, affected with an A? I can't. Ooh. I never remember that. Role. How about Todd? We'll ask you. Is it E affected or A affected? I think it would be A affected. Okay. I think effect means like the result. Okay. If you could put the word result, that's when you would use effect. Affect is how it like it affects you. Like if you take something and it upsets your stomach, it affected you. So he could be, he could be effectively effective. Yes, I guess. With an A and an E. Yeah. Maybe. 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 Alright. But but he's effective, but he affected. The shot. Right. If you're affecting the shot, that would that be an may, A. That means you're affected. Right. Like, okay. All right. Uh, poll question for hour two is going to be what, Todd? We're going to go with, what do you think of this one? Well, how about recapping hour one? Okay. Recapping hour one, we have the following numbers for you. Okay. Give me a second here because I moved away from By the, the way, end. Kevin Hart is taking the stage in Vegas. It's called Reality Check. And uh, it's his first stand-up special in three years. The legend at the top of his game and uh, stream reality check now only on Peacock, which is where you can find this program. Uh, we say good morning to those watching on Peacock. Download the app if you haven't done so. Yes, Todd. What would you most like to know the outcome of? Lillard trade holding firm at 41 percent. Wembanyama's career, 36 percent. Mm. 
other 16% Northwestern investigation at 5%. All right, we'll talk about Northwestern coming up here in a moment. Uh, it feels like Dame's going to Miami. It's Miami or bust. And then the question is, what do the Miami Heat give to the Portland Trailblazers there? Right, uh, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. I got some more information of uh, what the Pac-12 is going to do. We know that San Diego State was opting out of the Mountain West, and they did so. And from what I'm told, they had to do so before June 30th, or they were going to pay even more of an exit fee. They had to pay, I think, $18 million, and it would have been perhaps double that if they waited after June 30th, I think San Diego State, from what I'm told, thought that the Pac-12 would then welcome them in, but the Pac-12 is waiting for a TV deal. That's what I found out uh, Friday night. When I got back from vacation, found uh, you know one of my college football sources reached out and said, hey, I know that you reported San Diego State was going to go to the Pac-12 months ago. Uh, from what you know, I'm finding out, it feels like it's close to being a done deal that San Diego State is going to go to the Pac-12. They're waiting for the TV deal to be announced. I said, okay, is SMU going to join the Pac-12? SMU's presence in Texas is huge. And my source said, who's affiliated, at least uh, on the periphery with San Diego State, said that um, SMU, the presence in Texas is really important. And that's what it is. It's, it's uh, almost like a, a game of risk, but it's the United States where these conferences want states. They want to be able to dominate a state, have a presence in a state. That's why San Diego State to the Pac-12, you got to have them because you have to have a school in Southern California. You don't have that since UCLA and USC are going to the Big Ten. So the exit fee, um, SMU's presence in Texas, San Diego State and Southern California. And then I asked my source, I said, well, there's been talk, reports of maybe Boise State. My source said um, academics will be a negative with Boise State, with Pac-12 uh, and their, their standards. And they don't have great sports teams in other sports. They had the novelty, the fun part of Boise State, the blue field. But my source said, you know, they, they're also looking at, do you have a good basketball team? You know, do you have other sports that you can contribute to the Pac-12, which is very important. Uh, and then uh, I asked about UNLV, and my source said, I don't get it, but unless it's to have presence in Vegas, then I understand that. But that's the information I have on the Pac-12. It still feels like San Diego State is going to the Pac-12, SMU will be going to the Pac-12. Boise State, I guess, is a chance. Uh, it was referred to me as a long shot. But uh, my source said, I said, is it a long shot? And he goes, well, it's questionable. And I said, what about UNLV? He goes, questionable, but they may be looking to add four schools here. And they're going to add two, but do you add two more? And do you bring in UNLV? And do you bring in Boise State? Those are just some of the things that have been, uh, I guess, behind the scenes transpiring here since San Diego State uh, opted out of the Mountain West. And a lot of people looked at that and said, boy, they made a mistake there. No, they know what they're doing. I think they thought that the Pac-12 was going to embrace them and say, come on in, San Diego State. They're still waiting to get it. Why is it the Live Tour can get a TV deal and the <laughs> Pac-12 can't get a TV deal? Like, you got to be kidding me. Uh, yeah, Paul. 
Does this drive you crazy as an old school college football fan? The, the Pac-12 not having USC and UCLA. Yeah, I know yeah. that ship has sailed. I know. But it, it it's just that's the the basis of the Pac-12. I know LA is not a hot spot for college football, but they had the tradition of USC and the Rose Bowl and and, and UCLA had good years here and there, but USC was entrenched for a while. It's I know. But it, it's frustrating. I know, and they always talk about student athlete. You can't care about the student while caring about the athlete. You can't. Because the travel that's going to be involved with all of those student athletes. Hey, you got a you got a game in Rutgers. Yeah. Going to Maryland. Yeah, great. You know, it's it's greed. And that's why nobody can complain about anything anymore. Because it feels like from all sides, oh, those players are asking for too much. Oh, the name, image, and like, well, okay. And what did you do? Yeah, Texas and Oklahoma. Well, we're leaving uh, here. We're going to the SEC. Well, UCLA, USC, we're going to the Big Ten. The old school in me is like, you know, it's disappointing. Because, you know, I grew up in the, with the Big Ten. I don't want UCLA, USC there. I liked them in the Pac-12. I, I liked watching them from afar and then going, all right, maybe in the Rose Bowl we'll get our butt kicked like we always do whenever we went out there and faced USC. But now you're adding them? Rutgers? Like, I could see if they go, you know what? We're going to take them. We're going to get rid of Rutgers and Maryland. But I, I'm like, who wants to see these programs? USC's a big deal. And I get it. Everybody wants their... Once their chair, the musical chairs here. I get it. Everybody wants to make their money there. But at what point do you say, I think we're doing a disservice to the kids because people keep telling me it's all about the kids. No, it's not. It's about grown-ups who dictate what the kids are going to do. And then when you're not allowed to dictate to them with name, image, and likeness, you get guys like Nick Saban and Dabo Sweeney or, you know, wine. They're getting too much. They're ruining college football. No, no, grown-ups doing a good job. Not just the players. Yeah, Paul. How about this? Here's a thing for the Big Ten. The Big Ten gets Notre Dame, but they have to give back UCLA, USC, <laughs> Maryland, and Rutgers. Send them back to their respective Ooh. coasts, mm. and we'll take Notre Dame, which, by the way, I'll put... Okay. Ooh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, hold we on. save it? Yeah. No, no, no. I just wanted to make sure that I was prepared. You're loosening up here. You, you're doing your exercises here before you drop a bomb. What year is it? 2023? Yeah. Notre Dame... Notre Dame is playing football full-time in the Big Ten by 2027. Pie to the face? Yeah. <laughs> Ice bag to the groin, whatever Whoa! you want to do. Ice bag to the groin? Yeah. Yes, Seen likes that one. Wait, Paulie, Paulie, don't do that. Why would you get rid of Rutgers? You're taking away the New York market. Oh, I know. I love that, that northern New Jersey market. <laughs> they, all... they do that, and I was like, it's Piscataway. I know. I, I love that they tried to... Oh. When they're like, yeah, you know what? Big Ten wants to have that New York market. There's no New York market for college football. They don't care. You guys are underestimating New Brunswick. I really believe that. Oh, hot I, that. Yeah. I, I, yeah, by 2026. I was going to say 2026, but things take a while. Mm. Contract. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. They break contracts. Yes, they Remember? Do. Remember? People didn't think they'd break contracts for the uh, playoffs, and they did. Hmm. Uh, so that's what we know. Um, I don't have enough time to get into the Northwestern story right now, but uh, we'll talk some baseball. What are the Angels going to do with Shohei Otani? Then we'll bring up the Northwestern story. More phone calls as well, if you can be patient with me. There's a lot of things to talk about, far more than I thought would be this week. This is usually the slowest part of the sports calendar, but it is the uh, Home Run Derby tonight and then the All-Star Game tomorrow. 
We're uh, just getting ready. We'll take a break here. Back with Jeff Passan from the Mothership right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Odds to win the home run derby. Anybody want to take a guess? Todd, I'll start with you. The odds on favorite, according to DraftKings, to win tonight's home run derby. I know I'm wrong, but I'm going to go with Mookie Betts. Why do you go, I know I'm wrong, just Because I, they're not, no one's going to pick Mookie Betts, but I'm going to say Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts is a long shot there. Marvin? Gonna go Vlad Guerrero Jr. Vlad Guerrero Jr. the third is second. Paulie? Pete Alonso takes it seriously. Pete Alonso is your favorite. Slight favorite over Vlad Guerrero Jr. the third. Julio Rodriguez is going to be my pick. Local hero makes good. Jeff Passan, ESPN senior baseball insider. He is joining us from the city of Seattle. Home run derby tonight at 8 Eastern on the mothership and ESPN2. I'm curious at what point. Do you become an insider? And do you declare yourself an insider? Or or are you designated an insider? Dan, I've been an outsider my entire life, so I have no idea at which point I became an insider. And it was 100% definitively not a self-appointed title. Okay. So I'm I'm going to leave that to the uh to the others and uh, just ride the wave as long as I can. All right. Um, serious question here. Can the commissioner put Ellie Dela Cruz into the All-Star game? Yes. Oh. Okay. He actually has, like, there's, like, a commissioner's discretion choice. Yeah. Where he could, ha- where he could have done that, and he did not. And And he didn't because... You know, I think generally speaking, the commissioner uh, in in the many, many years that this has been available, and by that I mean I think it's been 
like once that he's done this with Miguel Cabrera last year. Um, you know, it tends to be for a a veteran player, a player who is uh, sailing off into the sunset. And uh, that's the opposite of Ellie De La Cruz. But, it, you know, if there were some sort of uh, special dispensation for player who's awesome and <laughs> just broke onto the scene and warrants inclusion. Yes, I would love to see that. Now, I will give MLB credit for this. They invited Ellie De La Cruz to the Home Run Derby. Yeah. And he de- and he declined the invitation. I don't know, Dan. Don't you think the Derby is is like almost more of an event now than the game itself? I mean, if he's at the Derby, he's going to be at all the festivities. He's going to be on national television. He's going to be doing the thing that you like seeing him do, which is hit balls really far, among many other things. But I, I don't think that the difference between a Derby invitation and an All-Star invitation is all that different anymore. In fact, a Derby invitation is a lot rarer than an all-star invitation considering everyone and their mom gets an all-star invitation now because of all the injuries and guys who are pulling out. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, you know, the nation wouldn't be aware of Julio Rodriguez maybe as much because of, you know, home run derby. Pete Alonso has made a name or a bigger name for himself there at the home run derby. I, I get it. Plus, you would be able to have him exposed to the media in different markets that maybe wouldn't be following the Cincinnati Reds. And, and, you know, baseball needs more of these stories. It feels like the yeah. story is, does Shohei Otani stay with the Angels? If you're the Angels, do you trade him? What happens at the trade deadline? Uh, how much is yeah. he going to, uh, you know, bring in as far as a, a contract there? That, that yeah. is just a looming cloud. I don't know if it's a dark cloud, but it's a looming cloud over Major League Baseball. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's a dark cloud at all. I think the fact that Major League Baseball has a storyline that is going to extend well into the NFL season and be news and be like genuine and legitimate news is a great thing for baseball. But, you know, once the NFL starts, then every other sport has a really difficult time um, getting market share. To, to put it very bluntly, yeah. like the NFL is such a leviathan. It is such uh, it, it, like an unrelenting beast on our attention that baseball always runs the risk of fading into the background and becoming a sport whose postseason is consumed only by fans of the teams that are in it. And the idea that you're going to have this thing, this event in the off season that is the most talented player we've ever seen becoming a free agent and getting the largest contract in North American sports history. Oh, so you uh, don't think anything happens at the trade deadline. You think this story is going to be in the off season. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not suggesting that right now. I'm, I'm just looking months ahead. I think the trade deadline is turning into a fascinating case because I think Everyone who's thinking logically in France offices right now believes that the Angels should trade Otani before the deadline. Not just because they, like, want him for their own. Wait, things really changed in the last two weeks with Trout injured 
and they've lost uh, nine uh, of ten, and now all of a sudden, uh-huh. okay, but let, let's add some logic to this. We're talking to the baseball insider, Jeff Passan, for the mothership. Okay, if I'm the Angels and I go to Shohei Otani's agent and I say, are you going to test the market? Or do you want to start negotiations now? Just let us know one way or another because we as a franchise have to do what's best for us. And while we want to re-sign him, if you guys are going to test the market, we run the risk of not getting anything for him. Has that conversation, have those conversations taken place? I, I think that conversations like that have taken place at some point. I don't know how recently, though. But I got to know that, Jeff. If I'm the Angels, I have to say to Otani and his representative, help us. Let us know. You want to stay here? We're going to make accommodations. But if you want to test the market, then you're testing our patience here, and we're going to run the risk of not getting anything when the Dodgers come in and, and decide that every night's going to be Japanese Heritage Night there. <laughs> Dan, I, I don't disagree with your premise here, but I, I also I, I also think you're simplifying it a little more, not than is logical. You are being extremely logical right now. I think you're simplifying it more than is realistic. Okay. And I say that because because the way that Artie Moreno, the Angels owner, looks at it is that we have a once in a lifetime player and I'm not going to be the fool who traded him. And we're not going to give another team an opportunity to essentially spend the last two months of the season not just winning with him, but recruiting him. And and perhaps well, you could be the fool who didn't get anything for him. You're right, and that has been the Angels' path the entire time. That they're going to be the fools who get like the 70th overall pick yeah. instead of getting an enormous trade haul and re-energizing your, uh, your farm system at the deadline and building a new Los Angeles Angels without arguably the greatest player ever. The, the, the conundrum here is not what is the right thing to do. All of us know what the right thing to do is, Dan. The conundrum is can the owner who has been uh, you know, shooting himself in the foot for essentially the past two decades, uh, can he do what the right thing to do is as opposed to letting his emotions about the whole situation overwhelm him into not? Because I don't think the Angels are making the playoffs now. All right, what would you like, do? Uh, you, what would you do with Otani? Oh, my God, I would trade him. Okay. Hundred percent, absolutely. Okay. If I were if if I were the owner of the Angels, yes. Yes. I would say Shohei, thank you for your service. We need to do what's right for this organization. We hope that you're part of it. We understand, though, after six years of not winning, why you wouldn't want to be. And your first call would be to which organization? I wouldn't have to make any calls. I would I would spend the next two weeks for 24 hours on the phone with everybody begging me to take their trade. And I would, I would leverage it so hard. And I, you know, I would love to do it with the Dodgers. But, uh, but would of, Artie Moreno not want to send him to the Dodgers because of the proximity? 
Of course, but then you have. Would you want to send them to the Giants? No, because they're going to be in the mix. No, I'm okay with the Giants. I can't have him with the Dodgers. Like the Giants, I could see. And but but, but Dan, your whole here's the thing. Your (laughs) your your logic here falls on its face. If you trade him, you trade him because you're looking to get the best package back. You need to divorce yourself. I agree. I agree. But this is an owner. The, the ego of the owner of, of having Otani just down the road, and maybe we didn't get the best deal, but I can't be reading about him in the L.A. Times every day. I can't see him on the uh, local news every day. Put him in San Francisco or some other place. I mean, Otani and I, I, you know what I would like? Otani in Atlanta. Oh, God. I just want to, to see him on that team. Oh, my God. Just to, just to see how good they can be, because they are a really, really okay. good Okay, Paulie thinks the Braves, he said the Braves could win 116 games. In the preseason, he said the Braves will win 116 games. I think they've lost too many to get to 116, right? Like, isn't a, isn't 116 like a 46-loss season, and don't they have 29 already? Yeah. Well, there's... You can't say no chance, it's low chance. Yes, low chance. Right. I did pick them to win the World Series before the season, so I'm with you, Paulie. I wasn't going 116 wins. It's a little aggressive. All right. uh, well, Jeff, thank you. Enjoy the festivities there. Home Run Derby tonight on the Mothership at uh, 8 Eastern. He's a senior baseball insider, not to be confused with just an insider. He's Jeff Passon. Jeff, right. thank you for taking the time. Thanks, buddy. Have that, a good one. Enjoy the Derby tonight. That's Jeff Passon. Probably had some cigarettes and whiskey before he came on because he does try to outvoice me occasionally. Yeah, you could hear it. Definitely. Probably practiced in the mirror a little bit. Like, uh, no, Dan, I'm, I didn't designate myself an insider. Of course I would trade Shohei Otani. All right, I get it. Uh, a couple of phone calls in here. Best and worst of the weekend. Buddha in San Francisco. Buddha, thanks for holding and welcome back to the program. Well, welcome back to you boys and Dan. Who likes it when you guys take a week off? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. We do. Uh, DP, <laughs> I got. A, I got. A, I got a question for you, DP. Okay. Um, while I give you, while I give you my best and worst of the weekend, uh, the inner psalm and wine guy in me, Dan, would like to know what was the best wine you had while on break. But uh, first, Dan, the worst of the weekend, DP. All the haters losing their minds on Friday after Wemby's debut. It was no, like, no. people need to pump the brake. The kid's only 19. So, And best of the weekend, DP, Ellie De La Cruz just showing off, Dan, stealing bags on the diamond while the other team looked around like boys on a Little League team. You don't see that every day. That was pretty awesome. So you guys have a good week. All right. Thank you, Buddha. I had a bottle of sea smoke. Pinot Noir. Hard to get. Great bottle. A little pricey. But I uh, had a uh, couple of bottles of, not at the same time, of uh, sea smoke there. Uh, let's see. Craig in California. Hi, Craig. What's on your mind today? Dan, are you there? Yeah, Craig. Hey, bud. Hey. Uh, first time, long time? Six foot oh, hard. 
I loved it when uh, uh, Ashton Kutcher did that. <laughs> I'm just giving you guys, yeah, just giving you guys a love. Uh, you guys do such a great job. Um, I'm a truck driver, but I caught you on Sirius XM. Been listening to you guys forever, and just a great program. Love you guys. Well, thank you, Craig. It's nice. Didn't have a best or worst of the weekend. No complaint. It was just uh, something nice. It just appreciates us, including you, Todd. Including me. Yeah. That's very nice. Yeah. He didn't say that, no, but you I. You could tell. It, it feels inclusive it when he said kind that. Kind of threw me in at the last minute. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll take it. All right. Uh, Brandon in Texas. Hi, Brandon. Hi. How's it going? Great, Brandon. Hey, uh, bears, we got to get back to this bear thing before somebody accidentally gets eaten. Oh. So, uh, black bears and grizzly bears, both, both self-proclaimed bear insider here, by the way. Oh. Uh, both, both black bears and grizzly bears climb trees. Black bears are do it regularly. It doesn't matter if their cubs are full size. And if it's, if it's black, you fight back. If it's brown, you lay down. If it's white, say goodnight because you're not going to make it. So those are the bear rules. We need to get that clear before somebody out there gets hurt and you guys get blamed for it. Oh, I'm not going to get blamed for it. I didn't see a bear. I was just told about that. But, Brandon, thank you. Yeah, Paul. He went really fast. Can we review that? Because I think he said with a black bear, you fight back. Oh, no. Oh, Tyler just hung up on him. Figure it out on our own. So brown lay down, black fight back, white good night. I've seen people up north, the people I know who have bears come in their backyards, they just go out there and bang pots and pans and kind of yell at the bear, and the bear takes off. Like, they don't want any part of it. Those are black bears in, like, Vermont and places like that. Mm, okay. But I don't know about brown bears. All I know is this guy who is a real outdoorsman was telling me about bears that he had actually encountered. And I said, hey, uh, you know, do they climb trees? And then he said, not all bears climb trees. He said, but cubs can climb trees. Maybe we get, a, a you know, an actual bear expert who can give us the official definition of what to do, the strategy of what to do when you're encountering these bears. Just so I, I do a public service announcement. I did not run into any bears in Montana. I just ran into somebody who has run into bears before when he was out uh, bow hunting uh, elk. That's all I know. And uh, he, he said, you know, until you're 20 feet away and you, you know, you know that this is, this is life or death. Yeah, Mark. Is he one of those guys where he looks like he doesn't wear like an actual like coat? He just wears like a flannel all year long, like a coat. That's for suckers. No, this guy, uh, his name Kelly and he is a bad dude. He is a like nicest guy, but he, he lives the life. He's in a, a, a small, you know, cabin there's no heat he cuts like seven cords of wood a you know winter or something does all of that goes out and gets his food you know kills it in the mountains and brings it back down missing a finger but a great story behind yeah, it yeah but you know didn't even care that he lost a finger yeah. yes <laughs> yes marvin you said his name was kelly yeah you know he's a tough guy because i'm sure somebody tried to make fun of him when yeah. he was a kid well oh your name's kelly like kelly tracy jamie and people that are guys, <laughs> try them. Try them. See what happens. Yeah. No, this guy was the real deal. He was an unbelievable guide, fishing guide. Unbelievable. But he's there all year round. That's why it's beautiful in the summertime in uh, Montana. 
and we're outside of Butte, Montana, and it gets to, you know, you're like, oh, I could live here. Ah, oh, the scenery is gorgeous. And then I go, what's it like in the winter? He goes, you don't want to be here in the winter. And this is from, you know, if he was in a tough man contest, I, w- I would back him. But uh, he just said it gets, you know, really cold. And nobody goes out, you know, it's, it's survival the fittest. Yes, Todd. I find this fascinating. I was doing a little search on bear encounters and what to do and not do. Number one on this particular list, <laughs> identify yourself by talking calmly to the bear so he knows you're human and not some sort of prey animal. Well, what am I supposed to do? Say, hey, I'm Paulie from the Dan Patrick Show and hope he watches? What, Could what you imagine that bear if Todd started talking to it? <laughs> he'd be like, will you shut up? Let me just eat you. Or I just make him so crazy, he just runs in the other direction. I can't deal with this guy anymore. He talks Headline, like bear, bored to death in the woods. Slurs his, he can't make the SH sound. He takes his, on life after being bored for half an hour. Yeah, if you start to... Want to know what my the commute bears, is? That could set the bear off. He's like, what? What did you just do? What, what's my commute from the tree to the river? I don't know how to answer that. What's wrong with this guy? He wasn't even sure if he should have shown up. Let's take a break here. Introduce yourself to the bear and speak calmly. Thank you, Todd. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening best and worst of the weekend todd i'm gonna start with you your best and worst of the week how's that my best of the weekend we mentioned it but it's worth mentioning again red shortstop ellie de la cruz stealing second third and home after breaking a 5-5 tie with an rbi single against the brewers in the seventh saturday so he came up big with the bat and with his uh legs first time a reds player did this since 1928 
my worst in his summer league debut Friday night in Vegas. Sorry, Victor Wembanyama. I know it's his first game, but looked nervous when a paltry two of 13 from the field did manage to finish with nine points, eight boards, three assists, five blocks. So you are overreacting. I am overreacting. Okay. But I was pleased to see what he did on Sunday. Well, that's good. Uh, Marvin, best and worst of the weekend. Best of the weekend? I saw the American Gladiators documentary on uh, Netflix. So good. I didn't realize there was so much drama and scandal going on. Oh, with uh, Russell Crowe? No, American Gladiators, the oh, former I game show. Oh, I thought you were talking about Gladiators. <laughs> good movie. <laughs> yeah, the movie. Really good movie. Oh, yeah, I did watch the documentary American Gladiators. Crazy. Yeah, there was some stuff going on behind the scenes there. Yeah, for I sure. I think they're doing Gladiator 2. But I don't know who's... I don't know if uh, Joaquin Phoenix is in it huh. or Russell Crowe is in it. Really? Are you being serious? Yeah. I'll check. I think, I think there's uh, Gladiators 2. Uh, did you have anything else, Marvin? Uh, I don't know if you call this best or worst, mm-hmm. but Bruce Brown getting a two years, $45 million contract from the Pacers after Michael Malone <laughs> said, I, I, Hell what, no. what did I say to you? He was saying, you know, a couple of things like repeating and that Bruce Brown was going to be back. And, and then he had one other thing. And I go, I don't know if any of those three are going to happen here, coach. But as soon as he said, you know, losing Bruce Brown, hell no. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, he is. Somebody's going to pay him more money than you. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Good for Bruce Brown, though. Yeah. That's the biggest payday he's probably going to get. There's a couple of guys like Max Struess got paid by Cleveland. And I went, all right. And Dylan Brooks, is any, was anybody bidding against the Rockets for Dylan Brooks? And if, and if so, like... I, I would love to know, like the Rockets go, oh, gosh, we're going to have to overpay for Dylan Brooks. That's a lot of money. Fred Van Vliet, who I said the Rockets needed to sign, they signed him, and I think it's a great signing for them. All right, Paulie. Uh, I'll throw on my worst of the weekend, Russell Westbrook's contract. He got two. I, I, were you shocked at this? I was shocked. I thought it was a misprint because he's making what, like the eighth man on the bench or ninth person on a bench makes for the NBA. Two years, under $8 million total, so it's, he makes three point nine a season. Wait, he used to I, make that a month. But what happened? I I I, yeah. I don't understand that. I have not seen a lot of reports about why he signed. Did, did he just want to be friendly and stay in L.A.? That's the only thing that makes sense is that he wanted to stay right. as a Clipper and wanted to make it real friendly for him to stay a Clipper. Damn, I was shocked. I went, wait, wait, wait. There has to be like a three in front of that, or <laughs> maybe a two in front of that. Hell, even a one in front of that four. Or eight. I, I don't know what he made like two years ago. I mean, he went from that may be the biggest pay cut in sports history. Two years ago, he was making thirty-one million a year. He's he now he's making eight percent of that. Gosh. Uh, my other, I'll go best of the weekend. Kind of USA versus Canada last night and shootout penalty kicks. Dan went mm, late. Nobody cares. Should, I know. Nobody should, cares. Should not have uh, been even close. Seaton may care, but he's not here. Today. I was doing that for him. Yeah, okay. He's listening on. Did uh, you check and see if Gladiators Two is in production? I'm looking it up. I don't find it yet. Todd, did you look? I'm in the process of looking as well. Oh, now you are. Now. After I said it, Just now. you know, like four minutes ago, then we could have had that. Then we would have been timely, and then we go, hey, you okay. know what? They're right. There's uh, Gladiator Two. There, yeah, it looks like it's Gladiator Two. Hello. With. Uh, Pedro Pascal, very popular actor. Oh, he's been sort of the flavor of the month yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, Denzel Washington's in it. What? I, I, unless this is wrong. What? 
Zach Galfin? No, I didn't. Zach <laughs> not in it. I just like saying it. Uh, yeah, it looks like it's a, a Ridley Scott film, so it should be okay. subtle. It should be subtle. Yeah. But yeah. Russell Crowe's not in Gladiator. Gladiator he, 2. Is it Gladiator 2 or Gladiators 2? I got Gladiator 2. Okay, Gladiator keep, keep 2. Russell Crowe has to be like the aging veteran who comes out of retirement. You know, it's like my, it's like, remember he retires he, like Jordan and then comes back for the Wizards? Yeah, to advise the young kids. And then it doesn't go well. Gladiating. Yeah. <laughs> they made Wall Street too, and Michael uh, Douglas made a cameo. Yeah, that went good. I mean, it was terrible. Yeah. But uh, at least they got him in there. Yeah. Gladiator I, 2, uh, 2024. I don't want to spoil it, but uh, a lot of people get eaten. Eaten? Well, that's it in the first one. They got bit, bit by the. Uh, they got, they got eaten. Huh? They didn't get bitten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got chewed. But, but they also killed each other in Gladiator. Sure. Russell Crowe was pretty good. Yeah. It's one of those where you go, I don't know who this guy... Now, he was in a movie called, was it Romper Stomper? This might have been the first movie he was ever in. And uh, he played a skinhead, I think, in uh, Australia. And you could, you could tell that he had that presence, that he had that it. And uh, that was the first time I saw him. Is it Romper Stomper? Is that the name of that movie? This is early Russell Crowe you yes, talk about here? Yes, very, very, very early Russell Crowe. Uh, man, I'm looking at his first stuff that he did. Romper Stomper. He played Hando in 1920. 19, uh, 19, 1992. <laughs> Sorry. So, so 1992, we're talking a long time ago. Yeah. And I remember seeing him, and I thought... God, that guy's got some charisma. And then, all of a sudden, he became a big star. He was in The Quick and the Dead. Got a little popular there. L.A. Confidential. He played Bud Ooh, White. Oh, he was great. In, L.A. Confidential. Good movie. Yeah. Bud White. Yeah, Bud White was great. And uh, who was the female? Kim Basinger? Kim Basinger. Jeez. Kim Basinger. When I saw her in person. Like an eclipse. She, she looked like she was not real. Like her skin was so... Like, pristine. Like, beautiful. Like, it's one of those where I'm with my wife. And she goes, uh, you can stop staring. I go, no, I can't. <laughs> you know, she is spectacular. And she was with Alec Baldwin, I think, uh, at a party. An SB, or no, uh, pre-Oscar party that I saw. Yes, Paul? That other movie, Russell Crowe, we like, 310 to Yuma. That's a good movie. Yeah. It's a good Western. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the other guy? You love Ben Foster. Oh, I love Ben Foster. Great actor. He's just crazy. Final hour coming up. Dave McMenamin from the Mothership was there for the first two games. Their Victor Wambayama's Summer League debut. He'll join us. That's coming up. Final hour. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.